Appreciate the study, Brother Wayne. We'll now have the question answer time frame. If you have the questions, please stand up and please speak clearly into the microphone so we can make sure those questions can and be if heard. If you want me to hear it, you better say it loud because <laughs> this old preacher can't hear very well. <laughs> questions, comments? Brother, Brother Blaylock? Appreciate your lesson very much, Wayne. I thought it was right on. It's kind of a, right along what we were talking about. I, I write articles all the time on Facebook and in the newspapers and what have you. This lady said, uh, to learn from heretics, no thanks. I learned from the Holy Fathers of the True Church, uh, Church of Christ and successors of the Holy Apostles. Everything else is, is nothing. And I wrote her back and I said, well, the True Church of Christ do not have Holy Fathers. <laughs> Matthew 9, 23 and 9, Ephesians 4, verse 6. I said, there's just one Holy Father. But uh, I get that prayer on a regular basis. And, uh, of course, they consider their, uh, their holy fathers, as she calls them, as successors related to the apostles' authority, apparently. But it's just kind of about what you were talking about, evidently. Just a comment. Thank you. Richard Bunner. I enjoyed it, Wayne. I, you know, I, I heard you probably, uh, I think, the first time about I was sitting here about 48 years ago. And... Uh, I told someone before, before you spoke this evening, I said, even in his waning years, he's going to knock it out of the park tonight. <laughs> and, uh, and you do, You're, you, you, you are a wordsmith, you say things well, we understand it, and I'm glad that some of these young men have the opportunity to hear you preach. So very good. Thank you, thank you, Richard. I I knew I wasn't preaching anything new to the, the people of this assembly. It's something that you've heard all of your life, but you need to hear it again and again because sometimes we, we kind of forget it. I echo those thoughts. It was a great lesson. Um, I just had a question concerning authority. Uh, from what I can tell from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, around about verse 27 or 28, it talks about the process of uh, Christ putting down all authority at the end of this life and then uh, essentially returning all power back to the Father. Right. Uh, if that's correct, um, does that have any effect on uh, the law of Christ? Is there, is there a law of Christ uh, that we are under after, you know, after this life is over? I don't think so. I, I think that... Uh, his law will have accomplished his purpose. You know, he said, then comes the end. That's the end of all things. That's the end of the world. It's the end of the uh, gospel uh, age. And so then he gives the authority back to the Father, you know. The Father is the one that gave it to him. Now he returns that authority back to the Father and bows to him. It's a wonderful thing for me to think about this ascendancy of authority, that God is at the top, you know, and then he delegates to Jesus, and Jesus delegates really a limited authority to the apostles, and then they, of course, wrote it down for us. You know. Thank you, Wayne. Masterful. Um, we were talking earlier about an event that happened in my life, 
57 years ago, <laughs> and uh, in Missouri, where I worshiped with my parents, they built a new building, and it had a baptistry. And we had a meeting with this young fellow named Wayne Fussell, <laughs> and on May 11th, according to your records, yeah. <laughs> uh, a young lady named Jerry Triplett and I were baptized. And I remember that night because I'd made up my mind to be baptized, and I went to Jerry, who was about a year or so older than me, I think, and I said to her, I'm going to be baptized tonight. Do you want to, too? And she said, yes. So when the invitation song came, I remember getting up from where I was seated, and it couldn't have been too far from the front because I never got to sit behind my parents. I never could behave enough to do that. And I remember walking to the front to take your hand. I could not stop singing. I don't know why I remember that, but I just kept singing, and we had the baptism. And I remember after it was my turn, ladies first, of course, after it was my turn, you said to me, you're a Christian now. <laughs> and that was just a wonderful moment in my life. And so Wayne got out his book of where he's held meetings and where he's preached. And he has the page where my name is there of my birth date in Christ. And I said that Jerry and I are twins. <laughs> and nobody would know that outside the church. Yeah. But you have always been an important part of my life. And I look fondly upon that moment that I made the decision to obey the gospel, as I know we all do. And I'm thankful to be able to remember it and to be able to see you yeah. and to talk about that. But thank you for your help in my well, life. Thank you for saying so. I've bragged about that fact <laughs> through all of these years. I've watched Greg grow as a Christian, as a mighty preacher of the gospel, and, and I've always been proud to say, I baptized him. I, I told it wrong. I told that I baptized him when he was 11, and we corrected that today. He was 12. <laughs> but uh, I, we spoke up at at Sulphur uh, several years ago, and he and I were on the same night, and I had in my mind that I was going to brag that I'd baptized him. Well, he spoke before me, and he told it, you know, so he, <laughs> he, he stole my thunder. <laughs> uh, Brother Wayne, any concluding comments that you have about the subject? No, I'm just, I'm just honored that you've asked, and... Uh, of course, this, this subject has been very special to me for many years, and uh, I reworked this whole thing, you know, for this study, and, and it's really, it's, it's been good for me to restudy God's standard of authority. Well, I really appreciate uh, that. Brother Allen, you have a comment there? I wasn't trying to leave anybody out. <laughs> God bless you, Wayne. That was wonderful. I was thinking back, Richard mentioned the first time he heard you speak. 
I don't know when the first time I heard you speak was. It had to be back in the 60s. But the study presentation that I heard, that I remember first recollect you speaking on, I think it would be important to mention it because in this study, we have so many of our black brethren here whom we appreciate so much. And I heard you fearlessly stand forth against racism in the church must have been 40 some odd years ago before anybody had said anything much about it. Yeah. And uh, I still have that sermon and uh, I've used part of it myself. Well, I'll say that's, that's interesting. I'm glad to hear you say that. Uh, I, I was raised in Oklahoma and in the little old town where I was raised, there was not a single black person, you know. But I always felt that the principles of Christianity would take care of that matter, you know. Well, I, I had a rude awakening when I moved to the South, you know. <laughs> but I'm thankful to see the change that is taking place in our brotherhood. And there's so many fine men like uh, Art and Bobby and others <clears throat> that uh, preach the word and and they they don't take a back seat to anybody. We appreciate Wayne agreeing to speak on this lesson of authority today. I I just have to say. He did an outstanding job not only talking about it, but from my time living in Shreveport and even since then, he's done an even better job of living about it. <laughs> and not just the topic of racism, but many, many things that we study on and talk about. We appreciate the Thank study you, and the example, definitely. 